Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? This is Rob Mel Watley from Truck and Hustle. You know, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. And when I'm not bringing you the dopest interviews from trucking industry leaders all over the world, I'm tuned in to She's Trucking Women Empowerment Podcast. What up, Sheree? And oh yeah, if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Let's go. Let's go. go, go. the Women Empowerment Podcast. Once again, we have another amazing show. We have Miss Lotta Love coming on today talking about business insurance. Um, you can find her at her website at www.findbizinsurance.com. Um, today, we're going to talk about business insurance, homeschooling, networking, and truck show. We're going to talk about seller done closing, driver placement, and uh, you know a lot of tips to help you get your business in order. The show will be co-hosted by Miss Sister Blogging, Tamara Savi. Welcome, Tamara. Thank you for coming on and co-hosting with me today. No problem. So we're going to just jump right in as we do because, you know, this is an hour-long show. If you are listening, our call-in number is 914-205-5328. If you would like to jump in and ask questions and if you have any questions about business insurance for your business, then definitely give us a call at 914-205-532. So welcome to the show, Miss Lada. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How's everyone doing? We're Bye. doing fine. <laughs> so let's just, if you can introduce yourself, let them know um, what do you do and and just introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Lada Love Hawkins. I am an independent commercial ins- um, insurance rep, so it means that I can shop for different types of business insurance. And the name of my company is FindBizInsurance.com. I'm based in Dallas, Texas, and um, I've been doing insurance um, primarily for the past two years and prior to that I was a special education teacher also in Texas and I'll talk a little bit more about that here too but um, ironically both business and teaching has a lot in common probably more than most people think and um, I'm just really excited to have this opportunity to make sure that everyone has a good understanding about insurance because it's such an important thing and many times it's a very expensive part 
of trucking. So I'm just excited for this opportunity to be able to talk more about it. Welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. So what led you go into business insurance? And, and if you can tell us what types of insurance that you cover as well. Sure. Um, uh, my my undergrad degree is actually in human resources, so um, I've come from the business environment. I've actually been an entrepreneur since um, I was 22. My first business was a tax business, so I was always really interested in just have, um, entrepreneurism, being able to get out there, um, show what you're worth, um, make your money, you know, off your efforts and such. Um, so really when I had another opportunity to get back into the business world, um, I really jumped at it. I came back because my sister, who's also in insurance, she needed some help starting her agency. So um, what better, you know, person to kind of get in there than family? And so um, I retook my test and kind of jumped right back into it but as I mentioned I really just have a passion to talk to people about how they can make changes and not have to wait to be hired and wait for someone else to give them work you know you take your own skills your abilities your passion more most importantly and you really make it work for you because I believe truly that everyone has a gift and it's just how do you offer that to the public how do you offer that to you know the world so I, I really feel that the business insurance side to it just kind of puts some of those things more into um, black and white, if you would. And insurance, the whole purpose is just making sure that your business is protected. So when, you know, things go wrong, which, you know, inevitably things happen, you know, life just happens. Um, if you have the proper insurance, it doesn't quit you. Um, you know, it doesn't make your insur- um, your business disappear, you know, because that you don't have the proper protection. It could actually help you, and there's ways insurance is set forth to help you even get money. So um, you mentioned what types of insurance. For example, general liability is just basically showing that you are financially responsible to conduct business with the general public, and that's usually as you're looking to um, contract with freight brokers. That's the insurance that they want to see that you have. So um, general liability, um, it's really easy to get. I've seen like a million dollars worth of coverage, and, you know, every state is slightly different, but as low as $60 a month. So um, very affordable coverage, but it's the coverage that you'll most likely need in order to get contracts. And then, of course, your primary um, trucking insurance, you know, that – just like your car insurance protects you on the road, those things. We do cargo, inter, um, trailer interchange. You know, I can really design a program. And when I say design, I can see how your trucking company may be slightly different than, you know, the last trunk, trucking company and make sure those particular things that you're at risk at are are noted on your policy. So that's what I want to kind of hear me say. I can customize it. I really can. I can make it very specific to your needs. Okay, okay. This is Tamara. Um, what I wanted to also ask, uh, talking about uh, the insurance, are you only licensed to work here in the state of Texas, and I'm in your backyard tonight, as a matter of fact, um, 
are you li- only licensed to work here in Texas, or are you licensed in all 48? I'm not quite in all 48, but um, I mm-hmm. can do more than Texas. On my website, mm-hmm. on my homepage, it actually lists mm-hmm. the nine that I am um, licensed in right now. So, like, uh, California, Maryland, Oklahoma, um, Georgia, those are the ones off the top okay. of my head. Those are actually the ones I do more business in. But my goal is to go ahead and get licensed here in all 48. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, tell us a little bit about Sister Biz Global. Sure. Uh, actually, I'm just coming back from um, a planning retreat that Sister Biz Global uh, did in Denver, Colorado, where they're founded. And basically it's offering okay. um, a sisterhood space for black women entrepreneurs to be able to share our experience. You know, we have a very unique Mm -hmm. experience, and statistically, um, we are starting businesses, you know, in record amounts, but we're also witnessing and falling under that failure rate in record amounts because we don't quite have the full support that we need in order to get capital, in order to be sustainable, in order to grow. So the Sister Biz Global uh, Network is, again, just gathering women so we can, like this past retreat, we talked about um, things such as forecasting, about how to hire, um, you know, creatively. Because sometimes you don't need a full-time person when you're still kind of ramping up, but you can, you know, outsource some of those services. And we just talked about, you know, either – with one another, you know, someone else might do some virtual assisting and can help us in our okay. business or, you know, some um, just Internet resources. Okay. So, so and, I want to go um, back to the insurance for a second. What What's needed? What What do you see that's, that's needed to be able, you know, for a person that does need insurance to come to you? Do they just come and have a conversation and you go down the line? But what is the process of being able to get you know, your, you know, insurance uh, through your business covered? Great question. Um, a lot of it has to do with what is required for contracts. You know, I always kind of start from there. It is great to cover as much as possible, but sometimes you can end up paying for coverages that you're truly not at risk at. You know, um, an example of that would be, yes, you may want to pay, uh, pay for floods, you know, but what if you're nowhere near water? You know, it's, it's great coverage to have, and you'll be definitely protected should flood occur, but, you know, you may not need it in your particular situation. But, you know, in home ownership, a lot of uh, places, even if you're not right on the river or, or next to some water, you may be in a historically um, what they call a flood plain, and your mortgage will require that you have flood insurance. So that's kind of an example of just where, you know, coverage is offered for so many different things. Um, I don't know if you followed back in the day where J-Lo actually covered her legs, you know, so you can have insurance policies for anything of value. And it could be underwritten to say, hey, you know, J-Lo's legs looking this way is actually how she makes her money. So we're going to insure it for however much she wants to pay for it. So if something happens to her legs, she gets a scar or she loses a contract behind something, she can actually use her insurance to fill in the gap of, you know, that tragic thing happening. So um, okay. most of the time I always tell people, 
example, let's refer to your requirements and any contract that requires insurance has a special section, you know, just like in a contract that always has to name the people involved, you're going to have a special section that is called insurance requirements, and it'll spell out to the T and literally like punctuation included how your insurance is supposed to look. Okay. And so tell us why why do we need business teams? What what's the the reasoning behind having a whole team? Just because we're I mean, I feel like you get support through a team. You know, um, Mm -hmm. one of my phrases I like to use all the time is people need to be able to stay in their lane. And, you know, I think you guys can definitely relate to that because if you do something well and you may not do something else as well or you just don't have the time to do it, why not you do what you excel at so you can be the best at that and leave that other stuff to someone else? You know, um, another example is oil changes. You know, you're only going to get oil changes every so many thousands of miles or every, you know, three months or so. So do you need to be a um, certified mechanic just to give yourself an oil change? You know, the, the easy answer is just let's go to a place that specializes in that and then just mm-hmm. use them accordingly. So it's the same concept when you're thinking about developing your team. You know, let those who do this all the time handle that part of the business for you while you handle what you can do. Okay, okay. Um, and how um, how can I become a part of the DRIVE partnership? Uh, our DRIVE partnerships, and DRIVE is an acronym that kind of stands from my experience of working with truckers, even though I just primarily did their insurance. A lot of um, sure. my niche are our um the new authorities and being a new authority Mm -hmm. means that you are totally responsible now. And therefore, you know, um, you're putting your money up front and, you know, I'm just trying to make sure you're around for next year. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it stands for your dispatch team, you know, the people who are out there finding you jobs and how to bring in the money are for your drivers because your insurance is rated on who you have behind your truck. Um, the I is for insurance. Um, the V is for your invoicing. I kind of played around with the spelling on that, but for invoicing mm-hmm. because, again, you want to make sure uh, your money is coming in as you need it. Keeping cash flow, being liquid is very important, as you know. And then lastly, wow. E, you need a team of experts that you can really rely on. And um, I also promote um, legal plans, especially for commercial drivers because you don't want to talk to, you know, your best friend about some legal things and all you guys are doing is going back and forth when you can actually speak with an attorney and have, you know, them draw up documents, have them actually make calls on your behalf to get things taken care of. So in order to be one, basically just request on my website that you offer one of these services because um, I go through a vetting process. Like I said, I'm I'm more or less a one-man show as well. And so I partner with people that specialize in this. Like I have two ladies that actually specialize in trucking um, accounting and bookkeeping. So I don't, you know, I don't say that I do it at all. In fact, I would hate to do that. But I, you know, work with a referral network. Um, I know their work, their value. And so when I work with someone with insurance and they have questions or they can't supply me 
those financial numbers that I need for renewal, um, I asked him, so who or how were you doing your books? How do you not know how much you were paying in taxes and such, you know, your fuel tax and such? But, um, you know, I make those partnerships, and I think that just makes us a stronger unit. Definitely. You're absolutely right. So what my the next question I was actually going to ask you is, could you explain why networking is important? Because I want to talk about, I actually met you at the truck show. Um, and you, you know, you came up to the booth and everything. And now look at us, we're here um, on the radio show <laughs> now. And so if you can go into like why networking is important um, and building that relationship on just like what you were just speaking of, you know. Definitely, and and I I think you know um, we always should be seeking. I'm I'm such a seeker, and I don't know if that comes from me being a former teacher or just again a, a nosy kid. So I'm always trying to find out information, and even when I hear stuff, I try to find out more. You know, like where did that come from? How did that come to be? And so as I was learning how to um, be more effective in trucking. And like you said, I could have just called it my day job because at the time it very much was of just processing paperwork. But as people asked me questions, it made me question things. And so we had a subscription. Um, my agency had a subscription to um, TDS, the Transport Transportation Data Source, um, in order to – and it's like an underwriting tool to where we can look up the um, – MC numbers and see what your inspections were, what your commodities and such are. And so it's a tool to help us with, you know, um, rating you for insurance. And so they were actually the title sponsors for the GAT, for the Great American Truck Show in Dallas. So we were out there on special invite. And as we got out there, you know, I had saw um, through Facebook that you were going to be out there. And I was really excited because I was like, wow, women are really doing this. You know, I I had just actually finished working with a, um, a woman, and um, she had her two sons working under her, and she was just putting it all together. And she's like, look, all they do is just turn on that truck. I'm the brains. And I was like, okay, miss, you know, <laughs> I respect that. And she – she put me on to so much knowledge, and just asking questions is really what I see networking as. As you ask questions, you start to kind of build a confidence of, oh, this person knows about this. You know, this is where I could get more information on something totally unrelated. And as you start talking about it, it becomes a reciprocal um, relationship if you're genuine, you know, I, when I approached you, you know, I said, Hey, I was just really, I've been following you on Facebook. I'm so enthused with, you know, you being a woman out here in this male dominated field, doing your thing, getting recognition. And if I may add a woman of color, you know, I, I'm just, I'm always just a big fan of that. So when I met you and you were genuine and you were, you smiled and you didn't have an attitude and all that stuff, I said, yes, you know, so, if I ever run across other, not if, but when I run across other women who want more information, I now have a resource because I've laid eyes on her. I spoke with her, you know, of who I could say, you need to follow up with Sheree and she trucking to get more information on this being a, a valid way to provide for your family. 
And I'm so I was so happy to see you as well at the truck show to be able to meet you and because you know you offer a service that if I was you know at the point of having you know um, or I just knowing a lot of people that are at that point where they need insurance or they need they need this type of information we're gonna get into homeschooling that's another thing well not even homeschooling but just schooling period because we have a teacher on and one of the things that we see in our group a lot is how do you teach? How do you homeschool? So I'm happy to have you on because that's the power of networking, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. just so thankful yeah. that we could come together like that. So thank you as well for coming on the show. We are, if you're yeah. just tuning in, we have Miss lot of love on. She is the, uh, with fine, uh, biz insurance. Her website is www.finebizinsurance.com. If you would like to call into the show, our call-in number is 914-205-5328. If you have any questions for us, just jump right on in and give us a call. Um, we're going to do a giveaway as well in the middle of this show. Um, and I'm going to see who's on online tonight listening. So we're going to get a caller. I'm going to say maybe caller number two. I don't know. So so you won't know who's my second caller. <laughs> I don't know. Ladies, could you pick a number one through ten? <laughs> Um, let Lada do it. She's the best. Lada. Okay. Well, thank you. I will pick lucky number seven. Number seven. So, caller number seven, we're going to do some giveaways tonight. Um, and so, once we announce, um, I'm, we're going to, you know, we're going to just ask a question from this show and then we'll uh, see who caller number seven is and do a giveaway tonight. So, uh, caller call number seven, we're looking for you. So, pass the word, share that we're on live. If you are listening, please share. And thank you for tuning in to the Women Empowerment Podcast. So um, getting back to this conversation, can we go into homeschooling and go into the teaching side? Because I'm so interested for you to share your story on how you got into teaching. Sure, sure. Um, Because I have babies. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I, I strongly believe that, you know, the most influential teacher to any child is their parents. And, um, you know, because your, your public teachers, your other teachers are only there for a short amount of time. But as a parent, you guys are in it for life. So it's something that parents need to recognize and understand of what is being told to their child, you know, as they're away, if they are in the public school setting, and even how to um, – make sure that's aligned to how your family is running, to be honest, because there's some things just, you know, I'm a, was a certified and I still have my license, a certified public school teacher in the state of Texas. And there's many of things that it's just like, I can't believe this is in a textbook, but you know, the reality is, you know, it passed, um, you know, the state and they agreed that saying that slavery was something that was an agreement, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, (laughs) and that's that's in Texas history books, that slavery slavery was an agreement between I don't remember agreeing to that. I don't think think we agreed to that. (laughs) I don't think so either, but, yeah, it's just very interesting to, to see this stuff. And so many parents are unaware. They just trust that, okay, I'm going to send my child off to school from 7.30 to 3.30 each day and that they're protected, they're well-invested, this is to their benefit. And I'm not here to bash public school, 
because I'm a product of public school. Um, like I said, I taught in public school, and there's some good people there, but to rely on an establishment to do what I feel like God gave you the right already to do is just my personal belief. So that's kind of how I got into the homeschooling um, advocacy side. Uh, I was a teacher um, with K-12, the, the home, not homeschool program, but the virtual schooling program that many parents, because they just saw an ad on TV that allowed them to log in and be counted um, attendant or their, their child to be counted, you know, as attending school, that worked for them, you know. So their child was able to log in, but it was still a public charter school. And so I had to explain to my families the difference almost on a daily basis. You know, there is a lot of flexibility in doing school that way, but there's also still compliance issues. You know, you still had to take state testing. There was still an attendance requirement. And so um, as I did that, I really started researching because I was like, so what are the laws and where where's the divide? Why are so many people thinking that this is one thing and it's not? And can I redirect them to what they're looking for? So as I started doing it, um, I actually met up with some wonderful ladies actually homeschooling and such and had like one of uh, my friends has been homeschooling um, for like 20 plus years and her children have graduated early. Um, one of her sons is, um, you know, in the military, but he went through West Point And so success story. And as I got out there and just was seeing all that happening, we de- we decided to kind of join into a community. So the Facebook community is the Melanated Homeschooling Support Group. And like I said, it's on Facebook. And um, we're about 7,000, 7, 8, 7, I, I forgot the last number here last time I looked, but around seven to 8,000 families strong. And um, I'm really imp- proud of the engagement in that community because of those 8,000 families, we get people who log in on a daily basis to check the group, to check the group mm-hmm. for content, um, to check the group for support, because you're going to be told when you're doing something different, you're going to be told how wrong it is. And that's without the person knowing <laughs> what it is you're doing. They're just going to say you're wrong, you know, and we try to encourage the families. It's like you're not wrong when you're doing what's right for your family. Right. And you I just, just brought want to make up sure something. you're educated. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, I, but you just made me think of something. And we have a lot of women in the trucking, well, some women in the trucking industry that who are, um, you know, homeschooling. So mm-hmm. I would like to work with you to make a support group just for that. So for women who are right. homeschooling, if we can put something together after this show, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks or so, to go into 2020 where they have support, but we can put those two worlds together. I would love to do something awesome. like that. So you have a comment. Right. And, and, for them, wanna... and for the and to make sure that they they're having the the right credentials as far as homeschooling is concerned. Because one question I did have. What should the parents themselves have? Because I, I don't know anything about homeschooling, but um, mm-hmm. do you need to make sure that you are high school educated or you can have a GED or what's the criteria? Because I know some years back I knew of someone that was uh, possibly homeschooling, 
um, but I think she only uh, had a GED. So is it is it different as you cross over states? Like, how does that work? Because as a truck driver, you're traveling from state to state. Uh, mm-hmm. And with your kids in a truck or with your kid in a truck, how how exactly will that work? But before Great you question. answer that question, uh-huh. I want to pause it and I want to bring our caller on. So let's get this caller in and that way they can answer that question. Then we'll get back as well to that. Okay. Okay. So hold that thought. Okay. Hold that thought. Caller, are mm-hmm. you on? Hello? Caller, are you on? You're live. Okay. You well, yes. Can you hear me? Oh, goodness. Yes, go. Okay. So I called in. I didn't even realize I was calling and I thought I was listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is the Women Empowerment Podcast. If you have any questions, or thank you for tuning in, Ashley. You can ask a question if you have any questions. Um. I do not have any questions at the moment. I was just honestly listening in and listening to the great information. I know, I know um, Lada personally, uh, so I was definitely listening in to her business and how awesome she is and rocking it out with the homeschool and the business that she uh, has going. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Absolutely. See, we love stuff like that. See, thank you for tuning in to give that positive feedback. We appreciate you. No problem. All right. Now, back to Tamara's question. (laughs) So, yes, um, the laws are different per the state. Texas is actually one of the most lenient states in order to establish a homeschool. So I'll speak on that first, and then I want to give everyone a website where they can check the um, legal requirements in their state. I also have some experience, like I said, as I was researching and everything, I wanted to just really get into the culture. And actually the resource that I'm going to be giving and the website to recommend, I worked with them briefly as a um, fundraiser right around Hurricane Harvey because there were special funds that this group was um, gathering in order to help homeschooling families that were affected by the storm. So um, I worked with this group in a fundraising capacity because in another life, that's actually what I did. I I used to actually fundraise for Southern University in Shreveport. So I got a little bit of that in my background too. So that's why I matched up well with that. And I wanted to really just make sure, um, because it's really important to me just the same way small business is important to me that people are not just talking about things that it's really financially feasible for them because that's really what helps us stay around. <laughs> you know, if if we're suffering and, and we can't make this make financial sense, it's not sustainable. And so what happens is, you know, good ideas are forgotten. So I really just didn't want this to, you know, and this and just other people's businesses to kind of be that. So I talk about that financial piece a lot of times as well, but, So with Texas being lenient, all you have to do if you do choose to withdraw your child from a Texas school, as you know, under the age of 16, is you just have to declare that they are going to be homeschooled. So wherever their home district is, you just write a letter. It doesn't have to be a special letter, but a letter just with, you know, all the pertinent information saying that you are choosing to homeschool. 
And when you do choose to homeschool, there's not a, in Texas, requirement to a credential that your um, parent must have. So there's a lot of room for interpretation with that because in the next questions is, you know, does this really truly benefit the child's education and, and things of that matter? There are some homeschool guides that the Texas Education Agency gives you, you know, just so you can follow what's being taught, um, you know, in the public school so you can still make sure that your child is, you know, this is the list of the things that are being you know, covered in the sixth grade, so you can kind of make sure, oh, okay, let me make sure my child knows how to do, um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of something covered in sixth grade right now. <laughs> I went blank because mm-hmm. I worked with high school, but um, they, they call it scope and sequence. So each grade is supposed to cover certain topics, and I can show someone where to um, look at that. There's also a great website called uh, Lead Forward, um, L-E-A-D, um, I think it's just the number four and then W-A-R-D. I'm not in front of my computer to kind of type it out, but I could share that resource um, for anyone else who is interested. I can make sure that's the right, right website. But it does a scope and sequence for um, different states, so you can kind of see which state, you know, what grade level. But in um, other states such as New York, you do have to actually find a teacher that will review a portfolio. You know, New York is more stringent, so that information of what you're teaching to your child has to be validated by a certified instructor, and then each year you turn in your portfolio to the state. So different states, again, operate differently. Um, Curriculum, and this is just a quick note on that, because there's different styles of teaching, and so your curriculum Mm -hmm. is going to mirror the type of learning style that your child has. So that's the biggest thing, if I could say of anything, that if you are considering homeschooling, just kind of know what your child's learning style is and are you going to be able to to give information to them in that way. So if your child, for example, oh, did you have a question? Uh, so I was going to ask, so basically the parents are, are giving, uh, they're giving a syllabus um, and what you're saying with that learning, uh, learning how to teach your children on just on how on how they learn because everybody learns differently. Yes, that's going to be the, okay. the strongest thing that you can do as a homeschool parent is to really understand how to take information because then it's going to be on you to gather that information. Right, and, right. and that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. And that is that is the reason why I asked about the credentials because I, I am from Georgia and something I uh, like I said it was many many years ago that someone was uh, looking at taking the homeschooling approach but they were kind of stopped because they didn't have an um, an high school education themselves so that's mm-hmm. why I was asking and and also too. Is it, and I'm asking because states are so weird and how they do the things that they do. And, you know, as you cross over one border, it's something different from another. So as you're crossing over lines and things like that, are you able, is is it legal to homeschool and stay uh, in, in every state? 
you know. So say, for instance, you're, you're getting what we call inspected or DOT, and then the cops um, ask, you know, why are the kids here and blah, 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 because I know sometimes people have to have, um, they have to bring their kids on the truck with them for various reasons, and sometimes you can have a very young child on the, on the truck. Do you have to have certificates and information as far as, you know, the schooling and all that type of thing is concerned? Great question. And I actually had a family that I helped in this particular way, so I'll just kind of explain mm-hmm. um their scenario and see how it fits. So let me also, because I forgot to give the website. So the website is for the homeschool legal defense. So it's H as in home, S as in school, L as in legal, D as in defense. So HSLD.org. So that that group is actually um, some established, they have a mix of just education um, consultants as well as I think a few attorneys um, and advocates and such, but they're a group, pretty well established group that tell they have like a map where you kind of click on and you can get some additional resources. They have a membership, and I think it's only like $20 a month, somewhere in that, for mm-hmm. a family to be able to call and get some additional help. Um, now, I'll say this, that depending just certain seasons, they are a little slow in getting back with um families and so there's some other resources I would recommend and I can you know talk to people individually if they like or just um, please reach out to me and I can refer you to the group that you may want to call and ask but to, to generically answer your question as a parent you are the well it should be you know not always the case but you are the legal guardian so that legal guardianship gives you the authority to um more or less do with your child as you want. Um, I'm putting it really, like, simplified, but kind of, you know, within guidelines. Um, So that's going to be your first legal umbrella to why you have your child with you. They can't question, people can't question um, your decisions on that when you explain it in that context because you are the legal guardian meaning that you are legally um, responsible for the decisions and, and, you know, benefits and stuff for that child. So when you go to different states, now everyone should more or less have a state of residency. Um, A lot of times that's where you're registered to vote. It may be connected to your driver's license, but everyone has a state of residency to which your uh, rules will apply. So even if, let's say, you have a home, in Texas, but, you know, you're out there in Washington State, um, the Texas rules apply because you are a resident of Texas. So I hope that answered the question. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate that because there are quite a few women who are who are doing this, and, and they ask this question uh, very often about um, – asking uh, about the homeschooling and and what should they do. So we really do appreciate that. Um, And my next question was going to be what you're passionate about, but it seems like to me you're passionate about everything that we've been talking about. So (laughs) you've definitely covered the the gamut as far as that was concerned. Um, 
But one thing I, I did want to go back and ask you more about was because it sounds very interesting, and I would love to ask a little, a little few more questions about was about the sister Biz Global. Now, is this mm-hmm. just only for? Um, is this for all facets of business or certain businesses? Um, it's, it's designed for all facets of business, but the Denver mm-hmm. chapter historically, this is their fourth year um, in, in business doing this as a nonprofit, has um, been really successful with your retail businesses as well as um, some of your virtual businesses. Um, one of the ladies that presented, she has an IT background, and, you know, um, she, she spoke of how this really helped her. Um, another lady that was in our um, retreat, she has a nonprofit for um, for women that ha- are, like, living through trauma and having to deal and process with trauma, and so she went through the program and um, she's doing really well and stuff, too, because in Denver, the city of Denver actually funds a lot of their activities. They just are starting to go global, and how I became part of the uh, program is I am going to be the Texas director for the business. So um, just encouraging the women in Texas as a state, but really my focal point is the Dallas, Texas area, just getting us together um so we can meet face-to-face. There is a Facebook group, but we really want to just push that next level of let's sit down and get to know each other because um, there's so much power when you're actually speaking to people through without, you know, the social media. As, uh, you know, when I met Sheree, I mean, we hugged. And, I mean, I think culturally that's what we do. That's like that bonding part. And so we really want right. to make sure that's still, you know, intact as we build these communities of support. Wow, that's that's awesome, and and that that that's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Do they do they also um, offer mentorships in this program? Yes, ma'am. Um, they have a membership to where on a really she sends something out weekly, but really the big one every month she has like a um, a call that people can call in from wherever they are. And part of the expansion is actually international. So I know, you know, being truck drivers, you don't know exactly where you may be, but the goal is to have where we can just kind of plug in on this is what's going on in this city. But one of her other uh, partners is in London. So there's going to be a London chapter, London, England. And so, um, you know, the the network is, is really trying to get as many black women the support they need wherever they are. So if someone wanted to become a member of the organization, how do they do that? Uh, Sister Biz Global. So it's S-I-S-T-A dot B-I-Z. And so when you just go to sister dot biz, um, the website has a join button and you can fill out the information. There's actually a promotion right now. It's 147 for the year or you can pay $20 per month, but mathematically it's less expensive to pay forward for the year. And um if you go down towards the bottom once you, you know, go into the shopping cart, it's going to ask who did you who 
were you referred by if you put my name on there or just, you know, you could say um, Texas. <laughs> we're trying to make sure that we kind of um, show where, you know, the members are finding us so we can give them that support. Because right now most of the ladies that are members are out of Denver because it was, like I said, it's a um, on-the-ground movement in Denver. But as we're growing, we want to, like I said, make sure those in Texas – I get in touch with so I can tell them, hey, we're meeting here, and, you know, they not have to, like, share that news with people who it may not necessarily benefit, so. And currently, how many states said this, but I want to, you know, uh, go over it one more time. How many states is it in? Right now, it's just in Denver and Texas. Okay. So, Denver, okay. Colorado, yes. Because mm-hmm. they're, um, like I said, they're a movement for the past four years. They were doing, you know, some great things in just Denver. But the founder, Makisha Booth, she um, she wanted to expand. She did her research. Texas is a booming place for business and then even more so for black women-run businesses. And we connected back in March this year. Uh, we started off with the Facebook group, and we're really, like I said, I just went to a retreat to get more information on how to better support people in the area. That's awesome. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Lottie Love about business insurance, sisters, biz. Um, we've been talking about homeschooling mm-hmm. and, all, you know, different topics. So this is an awesome show. We are so happy to have you on. If you have any questions, definitely give us a call at 914-205-5328. Um, ladies, can y'all believe we only have 15 minutes left into this show? So um, wow. I guess I'm going to ask Tamara to give us a, like a wrap-up um, question. Um, and then last, we're gonna, I want you to have time to think about a quote that you would like to leave for, for, with us. And then at the end of the show, we're going to get into talking about Celadon for some of the drivers who may be um, needing help with that. And then that'll be it. So if you do have questions, this is the time to call. We are looking for that seventh caller to do our giveaway. Um, we have some keychains that we're going to be sending out to our seventh caller. Our call-in number is 914-205-5328. And if you're on the you know what? If you're on our um right now on the website um blogtalkradio.com slash she trucking, leave us a comment. Um follow us on Facebook at Women Empowerment Podcast. So, Tamara, if you want to ask the last question, we'll get that in and then I would like to know your quote because we only have about fifteen more minutes, y'all. The show goes so fast. <laughs> Well, I want to start by saying thank you very much, Lotta, for all the information and, and just your passion. It it definitely came through with all of this conversation tonight. Not a dull moment. So, again, thank you very much for your time and giving us that information. Um, the last thing I would like to ask you, you know, what are the books are you reading now? What what are you into? What's even what, What's on your playlist if you got one? What you got going on? <laughs> uh, I I start with the word each morning um, You know, I read from my Bible um, I just kind of pick places from, you know, the whatever inspired me Sometimes I go for a specific scripture Sometimes I just like, for real, just open up the book <laughs> And see what pops up And I've 
I've made notes along the way. So virtually every page has a little nugget to kind of, oh, yeah, let me check back at this and see how what it means to me, you know, in this given day. And then I meditate over the words um, to start my morning off each and every day. From there, um, I, I'm i very visual. So like Pinterest is one of my little favorite things to do. And so I'll find different quotes and, um, you know, you can connect with me on Pinterest. I think it's just under my name. I got to look at what my name is on there. <laughs> but I have little okay. boards according to the inspirations that I need. Um, I have actually, I've been blessed to have um, a good connection of friends that have been um, starting their uh, writing careers, and I'm actually going to be a co-author for a book coming out here in February with uh, Ms. Cheryl Petit-Williamson, and it's called Soul Talk, Soul Talk Volume 3. And um, oh. it's basically a collection of about, I want to say there's 20 of us, that are uh, mm-hmm. co-authors, and we share our story of kind of when God told us our purpose. Um, awesome. I, I just share a little bit about that um, in my chapter because I was kind of a knucklehead, <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> literally believe that, you know, um, he was extending his grace and mercy on me, and I mm-hmm. started having kind of some an, a, a surreal experience where I literally started hearing voices. I, I know that kind of sounds weird, but I was hearing voices, <laughs> and I would always kind of just pause and wonder where was that coming from, and, you know, I learned you know, that, that it was his voice, you know, the things that were being said, um, I start, you know, it start making sense. And that's why I'm really just kind of passionate about, um, meeting people where they are, you know, because, um, when, you know, I discovered the Lord, I was, you know, I didn't grow up in the church and, and I had did a a bunch of things that I, I, you know, um, now I see was still, for my good but at the time I I didn't know what I was doing I was just out there you know and so just to say that you know um love is having grace and mercy I truly believe that and I embody that and I try to live that you know when talking to people you know I may be talking to someone who's asking me for help and people just say oh you're so patient and then like my friends and family are like she is so not patient (laughs) I just you know I I enjoy just knowing that, oh, you know, I feel honored when people ask me questions because you didn't have to ask me questions, you know. Um, So any information I can share, I do so with love and willingly and such. But um, the last book I just finished was a book called Finish by John A. Cuff, A-C-U-F-F. I actually met him at a church conference. He came out here to Dallas. Um, Wow, it was almost this time last year, um, probably closer to November, the early part of November of last year. And um, he was just hilarious. He, he's almost like a comedian, to be honest. And <laughs> and so his book was about just finishing the things that you always start. And um, that just resonated with me. So I finished his book. And I mean, it's, it's, it's an easy read because he has so many, like I said, he's like a comedian. So um you know, a definite pleasure to read that book. 
So I want to tap into one more thing when you just said, you know, finding your purpose. And I, I just wanna, I just wanna ask you, what is your purpose? Like, I know we've been talking about different things today, but that sometimes for me, it's like, okay, just because I work doing something, don't mean that that's my purpose. So, if you wanna talk about what is your purpose and how how you find it, you know, finding your purpose. Sure, um, I truly believe my purpose is being there, and I know that's very simplistic, but um, I love it. That's just kind of, especially here, you know, as I've gotten more mature, I realize that's not always the case. You know, like both a literal sense of just being in the right place at the right time, as well as a figurative thing of, you know, when you're sometimes with your family, but you got so much going on in your head that you're not there. You're not present for them. And so um, my purpose, I feel like, you know, God orders my steps, and wherever I am, whatever opportunities are given to me are given to me because that's what he has planned. So um, I just have the utmost confidence, and just even when I say some crazy stuff that it was meant to be said, I, I am serving my purpose because each day he gives me breath to continue it. So um, my purpose is just being present. And if you could um, give us a final quote. I'll let you think about that. I'll let you think about that. Okay, but before that, I'm going to bring your friend um, on because she's been on the line listening. Tell me your name again. Um, It's a number from the caller that called in today. Oh, hello. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I just want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the show. Um, I'm de- I definitely want you to connect with me, inbox me, and send me your T-shirt size and your address because we're going to send you out a sheet trucking T-shirt for tuning in to the show today. So thank you for listening. No problem. Thank you. I'll definitely get that over to you. And tell me your first name so I can look for you. My name is Maestri Rhodes. Okay. Okay. Yes, so thank you so much for tuning in. And then um, if you can give us our last – oh, wait a minute. You'll be on our show next week. Yes. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, so excited to have you on. So make sure y'all tune in. Make sure you tune in to the show next week. So this is going to be awesome. <laughs> um, Actually, this goes right with that. So going into account – so that's going to be perfect. Um. If, Miss Lotta Love, if you can leave us with a quote. And sure. then, and actually uh, if you're I... listening to the show, mm-hmm. go ahead and get and call in as well. We're gonna um I'm gonna take one more call and do another giveaway. Nine one four two zero five five three two eight. As Miss Lotta Love, give us a quote. One of my favorite quotes is every expert was once a beginner. Um, I'm really inspired by that quote because it tells us that we still have opportunity out there. You know, um, a lot of times we feel like we may have been too old or we made some mistakes or, you know, whatever it may be that hinders us. But every expert was once a beginner. You know, you, you haven't really discovered how great you are yet and you still have time. So that's one of my favorite quotes. 
marketing. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been an amazing time. Thank you for spending the time with us here at the Women Empowerment Podcast. Please go and like and share this out. Tell somebody about it. Today we had Miss Lotta Love from the FineBizInsurance.com um, on just like you said, you know what? Find your purpose. Be inspired. Network. Meet people. Um, and we just want to thank you for coming on the show today. Thank and you so much for having me. This is the one the Women Empowerment Podcast, located here on Block Talk Radio. We'll be back next Sunday with Miss Masheri. And that's our show. Tony, for all my ladies out there trucking so as they go. Let's go. She gon' take care of her bitch. She trucking. She trucking. She a woman with a rig. She trucking. She trucking. She gon' take care of her kids. She trucking. Yeah. She a bossy do with bitch. She trucking. She trucking. And welcome back. So. Thank you for tuning in to the Women Empowerment Podcast. And on the second part of our show, the part two, we're going to talk about Celadon. Oh, my goodness. Tamara, are you still with me? I am here. Tamara, what's going on at Celadon? Wow. A lot. A lot. Um Seems like they're going uh, in the bankruptcy, and uh, uh, now I'm just kind of lost for words because most of the time when people start going into bankruptcy, it's usually a restructure of a company, and and it's going to be business as usual. But obviously, they are filing Chapter Seven, and they are going to have to close the doors. I've been seeing a, a lot of different things today, and I think for me it was official once I actually saw a camera crew in front of the building because, of course, there were people saying, oh, no, it's fake. It's, they don't know what they're talking about. It's fake, blah, blah, blah. You know, we live in an era of fake news, so it, it's this, it's that. And But for me, again, it was still – uh, real when I saw some interviews with some actual drivers that work for them. So they are closing their door. Oh, wow. So if you are a driver that works for Celadon, our advice to you is definitely start looking for someone else, somewhere else to go. People are saying that um, they are not actually completely closing that's what I'm saying. And then some people are saying they're closed. And I'm seeing all these different articles. But my thing is this. If it's up in the air, find somewhere secure to go. Um, we definitely have right. a, a lot of, we have a recruiter called Heart, Heidi Hart from Heart Recruiting. And she can definitely place you at a different company. So if you're tuning in and listening live right now, definitely, um, and you work for Celadon, get out that truck, honey. Make it home to a safe place. Go ahead and start applying for other companies and definitely get out of that situation because we definitely need a more secure place. And the crazy thing, Tamara, is this is right around Christmas time, going into a whole new year, and they are closing the doors. So, so many families are going to suffer from this. 
Right, right around Christmas time, the first of the year, and 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 as a lot of us say, you know, everything is is set up on what you do each and every week, and for for this to happen is is very devastating, and I'm starting to see a, a lot of people coming in, and now they are um, starting to recruit, which is a good thing. Um, and I would advise if you decided to sit still today, that's fine. And I hope that after you, you, you got your thoughts together and you figured out, you know, what you were going to be, you know, what you were going to be doing, your emotions, your, excuse me, your emotions are in check. Now apply, 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 apply. Trucking never stops. Trucking is 24 seven all day long. Just, it never stops. So, just like it never stops, you don't need to stop. This is not the time to get down in the dumps. It's the time to just keep moving. Um, I know this is also going to displace a lot of people. Uh, one thing that we don't take into account, a lot of people are, by definition, homeless, and they live in their trucks. A lot of people uh, are not not only in that situation, they sometimes are with their family in the truck, whether it be a husband, wife, or whatever the situation, or either a kid, you know. So if that is your situation, you definitely need to start pulling all resources, start calling people who will be able to help you out and put you up if possible and start making plans. So this is not the time to sit there and, and get upset. It's time to just start applying for jobs because you can apply for a job 24 hours, seven days a week. Again, trucking never stops. Right. And there's so many networks, so many groups that are coming out. We saw Hirschbach. We saw a lot of companies step up to mm-hmm. help drivers. You def- we definitely don't want mm-hmm. any driver stranded. If you're listening tonight and you want to speak on a celadon closing issue that's going on or bankruptcy or whatever you want to call it, um, it's a very tragic moment. Our calling number is 914-205-5328. Um, we're just going to stay on here for another couple minutes or so and touch on a couple things, see if we have anybody that is in need in help or needs some help so we can get them to the appropriate service that they need because Tomorrow is Monday, right? Then they say Monday or Tuesday tomorrow. that, yeah, yeah, just tomorrow, you know, things will be changing. And like you say, people do live in a truck. So if you are mm-hmm. living in your truck and you don't have anywhere to go, what do you do? You know, so we definitely want to help um, as much as we can here. Um, if you're um, listening in and you want to know how to find us, we're on Facebook. So you can look up She Trucking on Facebook, join the She Trucking Sisterhood group and join our community. They have a Celadon group as well for drivers, um, Real Women in Trucking. I see them going live, Miss uh, Tamara Brock, and um, they're going live as well in Real Women in Trucking. And we're trying to be able to help. Uh, one, You know what? I don't see the organization Women in Trucking talking about it at all as far as any type uh-huh. of support. But I, I just want to add right. that because um, I, I haven't saw it. But I do see real women mm-hmm. in trucking. I know we're trying to do our best as well as she trucking. So if you are listening right. in, definitely tune in. Um, come out and help. We see so many trucking companies coming out as well, um, offering help and service. And I've been a victim of being stranded. So def- we don't. We definitely don't want to have any drivers left behind. Right. Do you have any key and points? I, and I also, 
I also just want to say to to the people who have jobs and 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 in a market that and I'm throwing up the parentheses you think that's stable. You never know from one day to another what situation you are going to be in. So don't get to a place where you feel like you can start telling people what they shouldn't be doing and what they shouldn't do. Um, recruiters are stepping up. There are quite a few recruiters that are coming to She Trucking uh, this evening alone and, and putting it out there, hey, we want to help you. You know, get to this place, get to that place. We will get you approved and get you into a truck. For you drivers who may feel some kind of way about this particular company, these drivers are going to have to find a home. And just because it wasn't good for you, it may not be the same situation for them. So give these drivers an opportunity to find another place where they can at least feel safe. That's Absolutely. what we need to focus on, drivers being safe and having somewhere to go so they can continue on with their lives because there are a lot of people out here who are depending on that check. Not everybody has a savings. Not everybody has a credit card. Not everybody has somebody who they can pick up a phone and ask, hey, can you help me? Some people, right. just like some of the ladies were saying earlier today on the live, some people live paycheck to paycheck. And that's a true statement. Everybody does not have. So for those of you who feel that wherever you are is secure, that's great. But please don't talk down on the help that some people need to receive right now in this moment. If it's just for a moment, let them get the help that they need. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree. So do you have any more closing tips that um, we can add before we jump off of here and get into our group? And maybe we'll do a live right from our group. Well, actually, the Real Woman in Trucking is going live. So we can tune into that live as well. We can jump on and do one on, 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 in our group ourselves as well. So. I just I just want to say again again to these uh, to everybody not just the sisters because I I want everybody to be happy excuse me be happy and to be safe but men and women if you me and I'm not gonna lie I, this is how I feel if I was two to three hours or a couple of hundred miles away from home. And I know it's a safe place I can get that truck to. I would not be sitting in that truck. I would get home. I would I would be home. And not only that, if I was passing through a city that Stella Dunn had a terminal in, that's exactly where I would be at. That is where I would be at. I wouldn't stay out here sitting here playing this game because if if customers are turning you away, telling you, no, we, we can't do this and we can't do that. Do you think that you're going to get a check on Friday? This, this is a, bankruptcy is serious. You know, for some of you who don't know anything about it, it's a very serious occurrence. And in this type of situation, you got all kind of lawyers and, and, and people stepping in and they pulling a the halt to the business. And the thing is, is too, once come data shuts down, 
how are you going to get fuel? Because that means they're not going to be able to give you a comp check because the system is shut down. So do you think that they are going to uh, start uh, Western Union money? Nope. Again, this is the time to be loyal to yourself and not to the company. Be loyal to yourself. Be loyal to your family. And definitely and definitely not sit around waiting on them because once they get up out of those chairs and turn that computer off, they go home to their families and you're stuck out here in the truck. So it's something to think about. Start getting yourself together. And just like Sheree said earlier, if it's up in the air like that, it would make me uncomfortable as hell. And that's real. I would start applying for jobs immediately. And, again, if you are close to your house, get home. Don't abandon the truck Put or get the truck to a very safe place or where you would usually park that truck. Don't vandalize the truck. Clean that truck out. Leave it just the way you got it. Do right by it. But don't sit in the truck the rest of this week and just wait because the next person that's probably going to be knocking on your door is going to be the repo man. And, again, that's real. And this, and, and I know we're getting ready to get off. Uh, another thing is it's not just Celadon. This is another point to make. Celadon had if for those of you who don't know, had a sister company that did lease trucks. All those people are going to be affected too. So that's who knows how many other drivers that are going to be affected by this whole thing. So it's not only their drivers that drove the truck that says Celadon, it's everybody who was up under that quality banner and whatever the other name is, they changed quality too. But those people are going to be out of a job also. So you all, let's let's be kind. If you and if you see somebody that at least needs a meal, help them out. Because it's very close to Christmas. We are what two and a half weeks away from Christmas, and this is mm-hmm. awesome. I would Absolutely. not want to be in this situation. I wouldn't ever. This is bad, really bad. This is not good. So if you are listening, definitely thank you for tuning into the Women Empowerment Podcast. The last thing I'm going to say about that is get help, seek help, and get your lawyer, okay? So we're going to sign off from the Women Empowerment Podcast today. We Thank you for tuning in and listening to our part two of the show. And thank you to Mara for co-hosting this show with me. Um, we had our special guest on, A Lot of Love. You can find her at www.findbiz.com insurance.com and next week we ha- we have Miss Masheri coming on we're talking about accounting getting your business in order is the topic of our shows upcoming shows so get your business in order it starts here get help seek help and get your lawyer yeah. DJ Tony for all my ladies out there trucking so as they go let's go she gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah. She a boss, she do it, bitch, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She a boss, she do it, big, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.